All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. What's going on, everybody? It's AYN2K. All You Need to Know, back with another episode, 271. It's me, your host, Beef on the Weekend. And with me, my my co-host, introduce yourself. Uh, Are we doing nicknames or actual names? You can see that's my name. You can see it right there on the screen. That's what it says. They call me Beef on the Weekend. Beef on the Weekend. Um, If I had a nickname, it'd be like Forehead for Days. Uh, Welcome welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. This is Beef on the Weekend and Forehead for Days coming at you live. On live national television. Second week in a row for you, Isaac. Uh, so congratulations. Um, and I'm sure all you need to know, fans, some people probably didn't listen to it the day it came out. But we are releasing this episode in a timely fashion. Uh, we're celebrating this holiday on the day of rather than waiting yeah. a day after and releasing it. So this one came out a day early. All you need to know comes out usually on Wednesdays. This one's a Tuesday. Um, I've released episodes before on Tuesdays just because I either am really excited about what we talked about or, you know, just felt like doing it. Uh, This is one where it times up perfectly. And if we're going to talk about this, we might as well release it on the day of because you don't get many you don't get many opportunities to do that uh, with podcasts if you're just releasing them once a week. So welcome to this episode with Beef on the Weekend and Forehead for Days. We're excited to get into today's topic, and last week's episode kind of went off the rails. Uh, Isaac and I had a meeting in between, and that's not going to happen again. Um, this one, uh, I, I, Isaac can confirm this. Sent him a contract that let him know we would be discussing this topic today, uh, and so we will be discussing this topic today without any questions asked. Is that right, Isaac? Legally, but that's only because I'm legally. Uh, contractually obligated and we'll hold off on ancient rome for now even though i do i still have the papers you know here here are the papers the no, almost a notebook You've worth of papers so many papers so i didn't do all that research for nothing i honestly feel bad not doing it not doing ancient rome this week but because of the of how the holiday fell and the idea that we had to maybe just do it and do a podcast that commemorates the holiday. Uh, we decided to go ahead and roll with this one. So, any any real conversation that we need to have before? I know you're a little upset about me uh, with the with the whole contract situation, and I also have to point out, I didn't do it last week, and it looks like things are still pretty bad there. Uh, you live in Wyoming, and you don't have air conditioning. How warm is it in your house right now? Because you look. Like you just ran three miles. Okay, first of all, I don't look like that because I'm sweaty. I actually got out of the shower and I didn't brush my hair. And that's why. The, no, the weather outside listen, is 72. There's a, there's a no, glisten to the it's skin. The, it's the angle of the light is what it is, actually. I, I think there's some moisture on the skin from the humidity, from the the heat that's being trapped within your home. There's no humidity. It's fifteen percent humidity. Someone, someone, humidity. someone lives below you. Maybe maybe the heat is rising as it often does, and you're feeling it right now. Uh, I, that's what I'm seeing. 
visually. I know people that are listening aren't seeing those things. You have yeah, your well to, to also kind of vi- give you a visual idea of what's going on. He has a button-up shirt on, but none of the buttons are being utilized. They are all it's wide open. There's no button that's been buttoned. So that that shows me that most likely if we weren't doing the podcast for audio's sake, you would be you would be running like a fan. Material. You'd be running a fan right now, wouldn't you? But you won't do that in the room because you're recording, you're you're sacrificing for the podcast. Listen, I'm having a hot cup of coffee right now. And that's All right. If I if I was if I was hot, I wouldn't be having this hot cup of coffee out of my good morning Yellowstone mug. And maybe that's making it worse. You know, maybe you were already kind of. I glistening. can't help that I don't have AC. Are the it's windows not up? something I can help? Yeah, the, the windows. windows the windows are up for, in the angles of the house where the wind blows. Sure, that's what I was going to say. Otherwise, cause... the outdoor temperature would be too warm coming in. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is you know, if you don't have windows that. Are letting airflow through, then it's not really worth it to open them. Uh, but you, you, you clearly know what you clearly know what you're doing. Uh, and you mentioned your yellow Good Morning Yellowstone Cup. So uh, I know that you just went to Yellowstone. Uh, we just went like, to Yellowstone. Did you see Kevin Costner? Was he there? No, no. Uh, uh-uh. but we also went to the national park, which is you know that's not legal to establish a permanent domicile in a national park. Sure. So. You know, we didn't see anybody really that lived there. Any wildlife? Because the the website that I write for, I often cover wildlife uh, action in Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, if you ever need a scoop, you let me know. We saw, I mean, there's buffalo, you know, all over the place there. Elk, you know, and we saw a lot of bears. A lot of bears with some cubs. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the worst part about it is you love to see a bear, right? You'll pull over off the side of the road. They got these little turnoffs. You can pop in and look off the side of the road uh, to, 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 to look at these bears. And these people will turn off on the side of the road, and they'll slow down on the road if you're on the wrong side. They'll slow down to get a picture and look at it as they're going. So, you know, one bear might create 15-minute delay on a two-lane road, you know. Uh, so it's really unfortunate, but uh, but to see a bear in, in person up close, well, you know, semi up close, it's a very interesting experience. I've seen one at a zoo before. Is that is it different seeing it in the wild? Uh, you know, it is a little bit, actually. The is level there, of activity is a little different. Yeah. Is there a little bit of a like a fear of death whenever you see it in the in the wild? Because that's usually not present at the zoo. If you're at a good zoo, no. if it's a bad zoo. Yeah. You might feel that. Right. You know, it's not. Uh, well, you know, it depends. Because some of the bears, they're just up there hanging out, you know, eating some dandelions or something, right? But some of the bears are on the move. They're like, dude, I gotta get home. Like, I'm 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 prairie dog right sure. now, you know. I'm ball, I got ballpoint, I'm ballpoint, ballpoint right now. I gotta get out of here. And they're on the bear B line, they're on the straight line home. And if the road but, but happens to be on the straight line home, then people it does get worrisome because those homies are like straight up scooting straight for you and you got to get out of there because that homie will maul you and i understand what you're saying there because you kind of connected it with what a human would be rushing home to do but bears can just go anywhere so they wouldn't necessarily wait until they got home to go to the bathroom but i understand in the woods that's that's the million dollar question so uh did you see any proof of of a bear doing such thing nope 
He's writing okay. down the timestamp so he can censor that. That's exactly right. And I can I'm see also him. I can see him doing it. The timestamp to get us into today's episode. This is episode 271. Today's topic, the 4th bears. of July. No, not bears. The 4th of July. Well, thanks for that Yellowstone anecdote and the and the bears pooping yeah. and the and the cursing and things like that. Um but we're not talking about Yellowstone, even though that probably would have been a good thing to do while it was still fresh in your mind. But I'm sure we can revisit it, revisit it at some point. I would love to. And maybe even talk about Ooh. the show that I referenced as well. Kevin Cosner's Yellowstone series. R.I.P. to that show. It's yeah, it's, 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 it's wrapping up. It's wrapping up because Kevin Cosner might be a little bit of an egomaniac. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today, if you're tuning in whenever this episode came out, is the 4th of July. Or is it July 4th? Which one Which one would you usually say? 4th of July seems like it's out there more, but July 4th is the same. I think if, mm-hmm. if someone were to say, what are you doing for July 4th? Uh, or maybe, maybe let me take that back. What are you doing July 4th weekend versus what are you uh, doing for the 4th of July? Which is July 4th weekend? The weekend preceding July 4th or the weekend sub- Subsequent to I would say I would say it's the one that's the closest. So for this week, it was this past weekend. So that'd be the the first and the second of July was July 4th weekend. I'm sure you'll see a lot of fireworks shows and parades happening on those days. Uh, I don't know why we have holidays set on certain days rather than just having a range of when it should be and having every holiday follow or fall on a Saturday or a Sunday. Is that fair? I can say? answer that. Okay. No, no, it's not. It's not fair. fair. It's not fair to say. No, gotcha. because you know the whole point is that's the day, a specific date of the year. That's the that is the point, is that it's not a time frame because it's because it's not like a you know an arbitrary an arbitrary you know uh, sentiment. It's a very it's a very specific day. He's throwing up his hands in a massive. July massive... July fourth. Sure, that makes sense. But Halloween, you're seeing that all. All the time. Yeah, you know what? Say that about Christmas, why don't you? Oh, yeah, let's just make it a Friday for some. You know, it's like, what do you want me to say to you? You know? Hey, 9-11. You know what? Whatever. Turn it into a Tuesday just because you can. Have some respect. Show some some reverence to the dates of the year, why don't you? We're talking about holidays. Uh, the, The date that you just referenced is far from a holiday, so... Let's make sure to not bring that up again. But 4th of July or, or July 4th, what do you usually say uh, on those two days? If, if you were talking to a friend or perhaps called a family member and you were having a conversation about it, what would you use in that conversation? Uh, you know, I'm a more of a, I just say the 4th, you know, and if, and if I do have to, Whoa. yeah, I know, you, didn't, you didn't expect it. You didn't I didn't see it, that one. No, that's right. But I'll say that a couple things one thing that i'll say is that usually i'll just pick up with whatever somebody else said subconsciously they said july 4th mm-hmm. i'll just say july 4th that's good uh, and vice versa and um you know as an american we tend to say no to the european time and date system where they do day month year whereas americans do month day year so july mm-hmm. 4th generally i think is the more american way and in this particular case probably the most apt usage of an americanized you know system here being it's july 4th 
and here's the thing is we're talking, we're debating. It's it's as if we're we're on an episode of first take, and I'm Stephen E. Smith, and you're the counterpart to St- Stephen A. Smith for the day because now it rotates. And there's not a, a single person on the show that that battles against Stephen A. But we're having this debate about whether or not it's July 4th or 4th of July. It's it's really Independence Day, but no one calls it's it Independence in, Day starring Will Smith. Right. Did Will Smith's movie Independence Day take away from the fact that people call it Independence Day? Um, no. You know what I'm saying? Though, if because... anything, if anything, it added to it. That's Think what it about is. That. Think about That's that. What... Think about Will Smith uh, giving off a stellar performance about America blowing up aliens. Hmm. And if you got to think about uh, one of the most prolific um, African American actors, uh, certainly of our generation, blowing up aliens just because you know he's a he's an American. That truly embodies the spirit of Independence Day. And I wholeheartedly agree with everything that Didn't you they just remake said. That? No, they have not. I think there's maybe a sequel, like every other movie. Sequel, um, yeah, that's what there, it is. There there might yeah, be another sequel. either one on the way or they did one and it was done poorly. Uh, you see that a lot with some of the older movies. But Independence Day, no one ever says, What are you doing for Independence Day? And that's what it is. But do you think that it's because that's almost somewhat of a mouthful? That people avoid avoid saying that, and they say Fourth of July, or even like you said earlier, they just shorten it to Fourth. It's a mouthful. You don't want to have too many syllables. No, and your mouth's already full of of Frank's burgers, mm. you know, jalapeno poppers, what have you. What what food, if you had to kind of nail one down on the Fourth of July, would you say is most synonymous with the holiday it's got to be the burger or the franks it's it's one of the two any kind of grilling really you know it could be steaks even you know you what you hit the grill fourth come fourth of july comes around you hit the grill and it's funny because it's usually a very hot time of the year like july august is whenever Why you're you really do you're really sweating bullets out there by the grill and that's a that's an art form too because grilling grill Grilling's nice. You I love you a griller. I love to grill. That's going to be as as I move. That's going to be one of the things that I miss. I don't think I'll have as much of an access to a grill, but I don't. I don't. I won't necessarily miss grilling in the heat of the summer because at that point you've got heat coming from all around you, especially in the region that that I still live in, Western Kentucky. So much humidity, so much heat. I mean, it's supposed to be up in the hundreds. I think this next weekend, and. Wow that's that's just the temperature and i often talked about the feels like numbers i i get very upset about the feels like numbers right it'll say why is that it'll say 98 feels like 106 okay then the temperature is 106 you know that's that's no, all i'm gonna say but that's, that's not, all i'm gonna say but that's not true though and i've also i i do have if i ever did stand up i have a joke i, I say i say what you know where does the feels like number come from who decides the feels like number Personally, I think you got a guy named Bill sitting on the top of his house on a lawn chair and they they call him. Bill picks up his phone, might even be a landline still. And, and they say, Bill, let me tell you something. Right now, most of the time during the year, we give a temperature and people are good with it. But whenever it gets hot or too cold, we need, we need to tell people what it 
feels like more than what it actually is. So Bill, we're not going to give you that initial number, but, but why don't you tell us what it feels like right now? And so Bill maybe says, okay, give me one second, puts the phone down, kind of feels the air and puts his arms out straight, kind of just feels around, tries to get that, that humidity, the temperature, maybe pushes it out like it's yoga, pulls it back in and then picks the phone back up, says feels like 106. And then they go, okay, thanks, Bill. And they write that down and they do the, the weather forecast and they say, well, today's forecast, high 98, it's going to feel like 106. Uh, and don't ask where we got that number. That's that's how it, it, it what's Is that how point? you perceived it? What's the point of the feels like numbers is all I'm saying. It's to, it's to kind of prepare for how you how you probably go about your day because you're not, you know, you dress. How would you change? How would you change the way that you go about your day if it's 106 degrees? At what well, you can't just walk out of the house out. naked. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go out. And that's true. So that's so I, I don't want to break the the magic of the illusion, but it's it's just a formula. It's just a taking into account wind speed and humidity. And I've seen the chart. It's just a graph where you trace the actual temperature and then you match it with the wind or the humidity and you follow it up. And right. So it's a, it's a very normal formula. The temperature plus the wind plus the humidity is what the feels like number well, is. Well, taking into account those two things. but It should just be the temperature. That's all I'm saying. But getting back to the food, okay. I would say it's the hot dog only because of the Nathan's hot dog. You like beef, beef franks? Be or do you do with standard? You? Do you do do you like to make sure you're eating real beef, or do you say, "Let me ask you this. Let me stop you right there. Have you been to the supermarket looking for Franks lately?" I I don't think that I have. I wouldn't say that I have. Yeah. In fact, I have this summer so far grilled out hot dogs twice. Okay. And I'll say this: I don't see normal Frankfurters anymore i mm -hmm. only see varieties of all beef you know they want you to know that this is this is this is meat you can trust because the stigma around a hot dog is well it's the leftovers right could, i don't could see that at all there. yeah they're good if you if he fell in during the creation of the hot dog of this portion he it just goes right in but that's all i'm saying is that i don't see that i don't see that anymore I only that's, see all beef because that's what they that they want you to know what's in it. I can't speak on that because I haven't been shopping for hot dogs lately. Um, usually, whenever I'm sucking down a glizzy, it's either at a baseball game or at a Fourth of July uh, event. So I don't eat hot dogs a lot, uh, but if there's one there, that that's a good way to put it. I don't seek out a hot dog, but if the hot dog seeks me out, I'll eat it. I'll enjoy it. How much you? How what's your top? What are you topping out on a price? Would you pay four fifty? Would you pay five dollars for a hot dog for a single oh, hot I mean, dog? Go to a ballpark. Probably the cheapest dog you're going to get is around six bucks, and you just kind of oh, pay it. You just kind of pay it. One of the footlongs? No, it's stadium inflation. I don't know if you've ever been. You you've probably been to a sporting event lately. You you live in a in an area that's close to a lot of sports teams. You go there. The beer is is sixteen dollars. And the dog is $8. And you just say, well, I don't have any other option because I'm here. So here's my money. You don't smuggle in your own francs. You could. And that's actually a decent idea. But the reason you, why... Where I, do you smuggle in your own francs? Coat pocket? It's too hot. Short pocket? It's too short. I think where are you, you would, putting the francs? I think you would kind of craft a vest 
that's that is specially made to hold up to eight dogs bun in bun so it just kind of slides in it's almost in like a holster bun. it's almost like a holster and it just kind of oh. work it works up your chest uh you and hope you don't get padded down as soon as you get in there you just well at the at if you do it right it could feel like flabs and no one would want to get up in those flabs on your chest so you just kind of lose the vest as soon as you get in there um like what's and, up and with the back the dogs fat? yeah what's up with the back fat I was going to say that hot dogs are synonymous with the holiday because of the Nathan's hot dog eating contest that's held every year on the 4th of July. My man, Joey Chestnut, who we've done an, a podcast about specifically before, I don't know what he's episode dead. it was. He's not dead. That's not true at all. Uh, he should be considering how many hot dogs and other things that he's eaten, but I've never seen someone, you know, people are, people throw around the conversation. Who's the goat? Is it Tom Brady? Is it Michael Jordan? LeBron James has even been in the conversation lately. It's none of those people. It's none of them. It's Joey Chestnut. Think of how many how many championships he's won, what his reign of terror has looked like in the years that he's been active. There's nobody that comes close to Joey Chestnut. And so every year on the 4th of July. It's a medical mystery. It is. And every 4th of July, I look forward to him sucking down hot dogs on my television. And it is it is gross. Because you see all those professional eaters, they're not enjoying those hot dogs. It's it's miserable for them. They're they're shoving it down their gullet and chasing it down with water or lemonade or whatever the hell they're using. And it it, it is kind of gross to watch, but it is it's mystifying, I will say, to watch Joey how, Chestnut do his thing. How what's the record for Joey Chestnut? Do you know off the top of your head? Let me let me look it up real quick. And why don't while I do that, why don't you talk about your opinions on Joey Chestnut? Well, I was just thinking maybe if Joey Chestnut's like a lizard, you know, maybe he's like a reptile, you know, like a Komodo dragon. They say he can eat like 80% of his body weight in a single meal. And that, you know, that'll get him going for weeks. Like, does Joey Chestnut not eat for a month up to July 4th? And then for July 4th, he wins the hot dog eating contest and thereby does not eat for another two months. He only wakes up in September. To once more consume. Do you think the energy that's of possible. 50 B francs gets him all the way to September? And that's very possible. I can't confirm nor deny that. Um, I will say that before I get to the record that he holds, I do need to point out that in 2022, he won the hot dog eating contest with 63 hot dogs. And while he was winning the contest, so this was last year. He punched a, a guy, didn't he? A didn't protester, he beat, beat a protester in a came up on the stage, and Joey Chestnut, as he's sucking down hot dogs, puts the guy in a headlock. That's he, unbelievable. He, he one shot KO'd him. But the record is actually in 2021, where he ate 76 hot dogs. So that's hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. So I don't even want to know that what the rate is, is on that. Unbelievable. It's scary. It's scary to to consider that that's that's even possible, and. You know, props to him. Like I said, he, he might he might very well be the goat of all things ever. Uh, and and I think that that's safe. Seventy six, seventy six in ten minutes. That's that is. I've just done the math. That's about uh, eleven and a half thousand calories. If you consider that the average uh, a grown adult male wants to consume maybe two to three thousand calories, that's like five or six times. You know, that's between five or six times the daily caloric intake in a single what 
minute, two, think, five minutes, or was it? Think about how you feel after a Thanksgiving or Christmas meal, and yeah. he has to now, feel ten now times quadruple it. Yes. Do you think he vomits it out immediately after because he doesn't hold it in? You can't. That's part of the contest is that it, it can't come up during the contest. Not during, um, after. Do you think he's got the, the capability to just wait just until they crown him king? I think he feels miserable for four or five days. He might even be bed bedridden. He might have to lay yeah. down. I'm yeah. not entirely sure. Until September. But but considering the hot dog eating contest and we're talking about grilling, we're talking about getting together with friends. Somehow we're talking about 4th of July. We haven't even talked about fireworks, right? And that's a big part of it, Should too. We? Should we do that? Well, I was just going to throw out the question of if you're a fan of the holiday or not. Is it one of those? I mean, if, if you had to rank holidays, is it one of those that's at the top of the list? I mean, Christmas. Enjoyment level. Christmas is at the top, I think, by far, hands down has a huge lead on everything else. For me, it is. But 4th of July is nice, and it's, what, the only holiday that's in the summer, right? It's definitely the hottest of all the holidays. Memorial Day, though, isn't that in August? Or September, well, perhaps? Give me Labor break. Day. No. It's a Labor Day. Give me no, it's break. Memorial Day. Which one's Labor Day? I think Labor Day's coming up. I think Memorial Day's already happened. I thought Memorial Day was in the end. I don't know, but... We're talking like the big name holidays, Halloween, Christmas, Fourth of July, Easter, you know, those. If you're if you're kind of power ranking all no, those. I like it. It's fine. Uh, you know, but it's not I don't get excited for it like I would other things. But you know, you know, I think the reason for that is 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 somewhat personal because I just despise the hot weather. Mm. I don't like the hot weather. Generally, growing up as a student, you you get a lot more time for Christmas break. You'll get a couple of weeks, and as a as a college student, you might get a month. Uh, whereas for Fourth of July, you, you don't get a day because you're at summertime. You know the the reward potential for the Fourth of July for the average person is a day off, maybe oh, the day after. Uh, but you know, I I wouldn't even get the day after off. And, you know, you got these long days, which I don't like. It's a lot of sunlight. Mm. And you're going to say, okay, we'll do fireworks at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. I'm going to bed because I got to wake up late. at 6 the next day. That's I'm not late. having a drink. Yeah, I'm not having a drink. But it's only late because they have to because the right. days are so long. And good luck so going to I'm sleep. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to bed because I got to go to – because of the fireworks. Yeah. Exactly. Good luck going so, to sleep you know, early. Yeah, exactly. And, and, I, you know, and, I, and I have to appreciate it as an American because it's my duty. But, you know – the general enjoyment level of Fourth of July, it's it's got to be uh, below, I would say, not any lower than many other things, but just be just by the circumstances, it is just lower, I think. And I'd say I'd say that some people, as they're listening to this podcast, if they're listening to it on the day of, they are they have plans tonight, possibly to go to a fireworks show, some maybe a public show that's happening somewhere. Maybe they have plans to put on their own fireworks show. And I will say that maybe five, 10 years ago, putting on your own fireworks show, a touch expensive, but still manageable. Good luck nowadays, because if you want to put on a fireworks show that's even remotely close to what you would see, like Ooh, a, yeah. a community or, or a city or some sort yeah. of public venue pull off, good luck, because good it's going to drop your bank account at least a thousand dollars. If you want to, if you want to easily, if you want a good yeah. one. I gotta. We gotta do. We gotta take a little side path here. Okay. Do you buy? Do you buy fireworks? 
usually if I do, I only buy bottle rockets. I've always loved the bottle rocket, the simplicity of the bottle rocket. Yeah. You get a little packet at Walmart? No. Do you go to the firework outlets? I go to the tents. Yes, all the tents start popping up and I, I go the to one. tents, but I'm talking about the fireworks outlets where the billboards for the 30-mile stretch of interstate says, Inter exit 240, turn here, biggest fireworks outlet on the West Coast. Yes. And it's always the this this big building full of fireworks that you've never been in, no one you know has ever been in, and somehow they're open all year round, open till like 11 p.m. Yeah, and I know Every what you're day. talking about. I've been How to one of those. Is it a money laundering front, yes or no? If there was one, it would likely be a fireworks store. Because think of all the other brick and mortar stores that have gone out of business, right? The The only two that are still running that I have no idea how is, is like you said, the fireworks stores and mattress stores. Those are the two that I would go ahead and say are the the most likely to be money money laundering schemes, mattress stores and fireworks outlets. That's a hot take. You said you said the first part. I just added in another thing that everybody agrees on. I think for the most part. Well, the mattress one doesn't surprise me because you got to try your mattress before you buy it. What kind of person is buying I a didn't. mattress online, not even laying on it? I didn't. I, you're buying a mattress. You're not even going to try to lay try on. That's right. The one that's, that I, the one that I'm, I'm sleeping on, the one that I'm sleeping on currently, is you know what? That's is a mattress that, that I ordered off of online. That's crazy because you know what? That's that new generation of people. That's the new generation consumer. They'll just buy everything online. They you have know a, what? No, the, no, no. Oh, the our parents' generation. There's no way they're buying a mattress because hypothetically, you're keeping a mattress for a decade, man. Right, right, right. But listen, but listen, you're not going to lay on that and try All of it? these online stores have 365-day uh, test runs. I have wanna plenty of time. want to send a mattress back in the mail? I will I if I have to. get it right the first time. If I have to, I will. And most You're of the telling me you would rather go through the trouble of sending a mattress in the mail than just going into a shop and laying on it and saying, this feels great, I think I'll take it. Listen, I, I've because You're of the crazy. time because of the time that we have, I need to get into this story that I want to tell about Fourth of July. I really I do. forgot we have a story. I forgot there's a story. You always I'll, love I'll cut the mattress talk. You I love a good love story because it always happens. I love a good story from you because they're always so outlandish. They're so unbelievable. And you know what? I hope this one also has something to do with you clogging a toilet. One of your favorites is what I was going to say is is the time that I, I didn't even really clog the toilet at a country you club. You crapped in a toilet. No, 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 no. No, I went on top of the clog and it screwed me. That's all I'll say. And if you're it's, interested. It's all on you. If you're interested in hearing more about that story, I think I've told it twice on the podcast before. Um, otherwise, just send me a message and I'd be happy to talk to you about it. But my 4th of July story is one that's that's quite legendary, one that uh, will go down in history as one of the most tragic uh, 4th of July stories, I think, that's ever happened in the history of the planet. So Tragic? Yes, I would say. So to set the scene for the listeners, uh, as we were talking about earlier with public fireworks displays that's one of the more convenient things to go to is, is hey um we're gonna set off fireworks in this location why don't you come to this location and watch 
us send all of our money, you know, I guess metaphorically and literally up in the air to watch it explode. So my family and I chose to go to one year, chose to go to the Paducah Riverfront for their fireworks show. That's a great location. Too. Have you been have wow, you been I to the nice. have you been to the riverfront for a fireworks show? Not, not that I remember. I might have happened, but I don't remember. But in theory, that would be a really nice place to do it. In beautiful, beautiful setting. Yeah, uh, would be. At the time, barge out there in the river. At the time, plenty of parking. There was a barge. That's where they were setting the fireworks off from. And we all get there with our chairs. And we set up. And like you said, we had to wait a while for the sun to go down and for the fireworks to start going off. I'll have to cut that part out. Sorry. So we are sitting there. The sun slowly goes down and the fireworks begin. Like you said, being shot off from a barge and it's beautiful. I mean, the fireworks are, of course, blasting into the night sky. The reflection of those fireworks are being sent off onto the river as the water flows down. And it's a beautiful sight. And I'm not sure why we didn't ever go back because this is the only time that we ever went to the Paducah Riverfront for their fireworks display. And as we were watching, there was a, a family next to us. And for some reason, every time one of the fireworks went off, uh, one of the kids would just, as the firework was exploding into the air, would say, skadoosh. Now, that added... That added an added element. Nothing. It added an element of enjoyment because we were wondering where that came from. Was it a taught skill? Kung Fu Panda. Had they heard that before? Uh, and so having every firework partnered with a kid sitting adjacent to us saying skadoosh. Knowing it? Uh, that was interesting. And I don't know about you, but my favorite fireworks are the, are the razzle-dazzle ones that they explode and then they kind of like kind of I don't know what it is, but it's like as they come down. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. And whenever those happen, the the skadoosh kid would extend the skadoosh to cover the entire part of the firework. So it'd go skadoosh like that. It, it carried out, and it was it was beautiful. I will give him credit because he did a good job. Well, that's irritating. That's a side story. The main story is this: we get about fifteen minutes into the into the fireworks show. I think. Maybe 20. I don't know. I, I don't remember how long. And there's a there's a pause in the fireworks. And so everyone's kind of sitting there. And I, you know, I, I just thought it was over. So I go. It starts. Clapping. It starts a ceremonious clap all along the riverfront. People assume nice. that the, people assume that the show's over. Yeah. So everyone starts to pack up their things. Oh my god. And gosh. walk and walk back to their cars. Oh my gosh. In my defense, there was a long pause in between what was kind of the final run of their regular show and the finale. But my premature clapping caused at least 80% of those watching 80, the fire 80%. 80% you of those cleared out the riverfront. About 80 percent of the riverfront watchers. No had way. packed up their belongings, had time to pick up their chairs, and were walking back to their vehicles. So if you're familiar, if you're not familiar with the area, there's a big parking lot kind of close to the riverfront wall. There's some other parking on the other side. There's just really everywhere you can park. So people are dispersing 
through the openings of the riverfront wall, the flood wall, to their vehicles. And I would say once we were probably about more than halfway back to our vehicle, fireworks started back again. So what happened is that some people that had already gotten up just continued to leave and they went on their merry way. I'd say of that 80% that left, more than half just plopped their chairs back down where they were and watched the remainder of the finale of the Paducah the Riverfront Fireworks Show. So I can confidently say that through the power of my singular clap, I, ended, clap. I ended a fireworks show before it was actually supposed to be over. And I, I have a lot of pride in that. I have a lot of pride in, in knowing that a lot of people left and they were just like, well, yeah, you know, we're already almost too far. We're just going to get out of here. And I also really love that some people stopped and just put their, like, some some people right in the middle of the street. Boom. You know, people are trying to leave still. Boom. I'm going to sit right here, watch the finale. People nice. watched the finale for the next couple minutes, and then it was officially over. Uh, a more... Did you clap again? A more entertaining, a more loud... A uh, widespread clap happened after the finale, as if to say, "Okay, that was the finale," and then everybody went on their merry way. So, I can I can say yes that in my life I have initiated a fireworks show. I didn't I didn't ruin it. I initiated an early exit, is what I will say. I don't even know how to respond to that. We'll There's respond, no clogged toilets in this story. We'll respond to that by wrapping today's episode up. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Um, if you're listening on the day of, if you're not, you know, maybe happy 4th of July for the next year. Uh, I, I don't know really what to tell you, but that's going to do it for this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Barrett. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need, the number two, no, zero, zero, at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered